Hey guys, welcome to, or back to, Books, Booze, and Banter. I'm Shalina. And I'm Chelsea. What up, y'all? Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Ah, uh, so, it's been, it's been a couple it's been weeks. Hot, yeah, it's been a hot minute. We took a, a little, I feel like every other episode we say we took a hiatus, but it wasn't yeah. really a hiatus. It was just like a little break. Yeah. It's really just schedules and we, things going yeah. on. We've been traveling the world and doing all the things. Oh, yeah. Family reunions and... I lie. We haven't been traveling the world. We've been traveling America. Yeah. Or at least Shalina has. Yes. I went to Boston for did, did you, a family reunion. Did you get your cockies? I got my cockies in Boston. I got a lobster roll. Ten out, ten. ten out of ten. I ate a lot of lobster. I thought Maine a lot of lobster. was like the lobster capital. It is, but it's you know. It's also where Stephen King is from. Like right on the coast, you know. Yeah, I'm sure Forts there's a lot of lobster and seas everywhere. And seafood was 10 out of 10 every time. Seafood is my jam. I know. Whenever I, somebody tells me they don't like it or they're allergic to it, I'm like, damn, your life sucks. Right? For real. So anytime I'm near an ocean, I will get seafood. 100%. And that will be the what majority else of what I chicken eat. Tendies? No. No, you can't. You get fish and chips if you're in a chicken tendy mood. Obviously. Uh, but yeah, it was good. And I went out on my own. I caught a commuter train and a couple buses and oh. was just roaming around the city and I felt like an actual adult, which if you guys <laughs> didn't know, I'm 33 years old. Like, uh, and I have been since February. I so. still don't feel like an actual adult. I don't. But in that moment, I did. I also walked almost nine miles that day. Damn, I'm getting all her steps in. Yeah, it was, Fit. It was a lot. I was very sore uh, the I'm next sure, day yeah. and I was like, wow. Yeah. I need to start walking more. <laughs> damn. The fact that people have yeah. this sometimes. Right. <laughs> I was like, damn. I guess I do need cardio. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs cardio? Nobody. Cardio? No. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. Good. Good. I feel like I need to go back and like stay on my own because I was staying with family and, mm-hmm. you know, most of the weekend was taken up with family activities. But So is a commuter train, is it like – a subway system? No, it's above ground. Okay, so like the L in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And it like, it's usually for people that have to commute to the city. Because okay. my cousin lived in Dedham. Um, How much is, is your cousin's mortgage or her rent? <sighs> Probably a million doll hairs. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at the houses there because that's what I always do. I always bring out the realtor app. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm bring, like, bring up realtor. Mm-hmm, what Zillow. is the houses going for here? Every house was 400 at least. I'm just like. If what, not more. What in the world? Like, I feel like you have to be rich to live there. Yeah. Or have like an amazing job. Yeah. It's all so cute though it's so fucking cute because it's all rich people <laughs> i know i know but like every house is like two or three stories with mm-hmm. a basement and they're all like tall and kind of narrow but they have a lot of room they have basements they're they probably keep so dead bodies in there cute so freaking cute it sounds cute it's adorable i loved it but yeah. also um i was gonna be home it was my first time flying by myself like i wouldn't know what first. to do if i was flying by myself because no, I think I told you before where, yeah. like, where I always flew with my mom, and so I never paid attention to anything, and then on our honeymoon, it was just Dan and I, and Dan's never yeah. flown, and I'm the one who's having to, like, know everything, and I'm like, fuck, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it, I, got, I feel like I got lucky, because none of my terminals were, like, on opposite ends of the airport oh, from yeah. each other or anything like that. 
hung out in LaGuardia for a little bit. So I like we like flew over the uh, Statue of Liberty and stuff coming in. It was pretty cool. Liberty, what are you doing? It's pretty cool. So it was a good trip. I'm glad I went. It yeah. makes me feel better about like traveling. Yeah, definitely. We're going to Cancun in September. Nice. That's next month, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's now <laughs> August. <laughs> Look, I don't know what month it is. Literally, I was saying something to one of my clients the other day, and I said 2020, and I'm like, actually, nope, it's 2023. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what year am I in? I feel like time stopped in 2020. Anyway. It really did. I think real. we need a redo of 2020 since 2020 mm-hmm. was so shitty. Yeah. Time's not real. I'm actually 30. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. <laughs> all right. What kind of drink did you make for us today? Okay. So in, in honor of our book taking place in a college setting, we decided to make our very own, I don't know, hunch punch, oh, Lord college goodness. punch, fucked Blech. up, cheap ass. <laughs> Basically. Just trying to get shit faced yeah, punch. Cheap, cheap alcohol and fruit punch is basically the gist of it, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, we got some brisk fruit punch. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jose Cuervo silver tequila. And I don't think I drank silver tequila in college. I, I mean, I don't even know. I think it had like, well, it was probably silver, but it was probably cheaper than Jose Cuervo. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to go too cheap. Yeah, sure. We're, um, we're, we're adults now. Yeah. And then <laughs> you travel on your own and everything. I know. Yes, exactly. I had a real hard time even buying these alcohols. No shade to anyone that drinks them on the regular, but your girl's got expensive taste when it comes to booze. Yeah. Okay, I did my time with yeah. the cheap booze. Can't do it anymore. No. All right. Uh, cheers can only do so much Yeah. when it comes to <laughs> hangovers. The, the Cheers hangover cure does not it does cover not, cheap alcohol. It does not cover cheap alcohol. Okay, those additives will kick you in the ass. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just like we're about most... to get a bunch of emails about people bashing us. For I know bashing cheap alcohol. It's fine. Listen, drink what you can afford. All right, but I girl, love Everclear. <laughs> your girl can afford a little bit nicer things these days. Yeah. So that's usually what I stick with. But uh, yeah, we're oh oh, how could I forget the Kool Aid gummies? Oh, I threw in the bottom. You know, because favorite. Everyone soaked some gummies in vodka before, sure right? Did. Vodka soaked gummy bears. <laughs> Um, put a little like the mix them with like butter, the sour trolleys or whatever. Yeah. Soak those. Well, you can't really soak those because the sour stuff comes off. But yeah. after you take them out and just kind of roll them together to oh, get a yeah. little sour powder on them. Oh, yeah. Delicious. And obviously, besides the alcohol, because we are in the South and that does not like you can't buy liquor except for at liquor source. Um, the other ingredients we got from the Dollar General. As you do. So, sticking with the cheap college theme. Yeah. Or just the South because DG's everywhere. Also that. I love the Dollar General that's close to me, honestly. It's whenever kind you of said, a lifesaver. Whenever you said this one closes at 11, I thought back, like, to whenever I was a kid. And I don't know if we just didn't have a lot of Dollar Generals or maybe they just weren't as prominent as they are now. Yeah. But that bitch closed at 8 o'clock. Yeah. And so if you didn't have what you needed, you were just SOL after 8 p.m. Yeah. This one definitely comes in clutch. And it's got like some nicer Shout out to all the day. Dollar Generals and the Family Dollars. For real. That one's got like my Stoke Cold Brew and the yogurts I eat and all kinds of they good really shit. They really have kind of stepped up their game. They because have. Because it used to, it was just all like Dollar General brand stuff right. or off brand stuff. 
And now I go in there and I'm like, oh, whenever I was in there earlier, I was like, damn, you got Fairlife chocolate milk. Yeah. They got the cheap shit and the good shit. Mm. Okay, let's try this. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, it smells like straight alcohol. Oh, boy. Oh, <coughs> oh boy. Oh. This not, tastes like college. I'm not finishing that. I can tell you that. Oh. Otherwise, I'm going to be on the floor. Oh, boy. Jinkies. Oh, yep. That ain't it. Mm. It reminds me of this. Um, <coughs> oh. Woo! It reminds oh. me of this uh, drink we used to make. Oh, nay, nay. <laughs> nay, nay. <laughs> it reminds me of this drink we used to make in college. Well, one of the fraternities that our school did and um they i remember we went like like every year they did like a school beach trip and so we would all go to the beach and stay at the same resort or whatever hotel and we'd all just be like drunk as fuck on the beach all day and it was Mm -hmm. a good time and so i remember taking one of those like half gallon like water (laughs) bottles like with a little pop lid on there Mm -hmm. and like that's what i would pour my alcohol in and just sip on it all day long and i fell asleep on the beach drunk as fuck yeah and i woke up with horrible sunburn but moral of the story is is if you really want to get fucked up and i won't tell you what it's called because i don't think i mean i don't think anybody from the fraternity is gonna listen but in case it's some kind of like secret or whatever you know um but but what they uh, whatever they called it and so basically what you do is you take sprite no you take mountain dew just kidding and you take a two liter bottle of mountain dew and then you fill or you pour it out to like the top part of the like paper rim Mm -hmm. and you pour in gotta have a funnel you pour in like pink lemonade powder and you throw Jolly Ranchers in there and let them sink to the bottom. And then I think that's it. And then you fill the rest up with Everclear. This sounds like diabetes. It is. But you fill the rest up with Everclear. Or you can pour out more and fill it up to the top with Everclear. But you got to be real careful whenever you put the pink lemonade powder in because that shit will spew everywhere. So you got to be real slow with it. Wow. Yeah, it's, it gets real fizzy. And uh, anyway, you fill it back up to the top with Everclear, which of course is – fucking disgusting yeah i really wanted to get some everclear but i refused to buy anything bigger no. than a half pint of it and they did not have that at our liquor store so yeah, no. i just went with the vodka and i don't tequila. think i would have been able to like tolerate it because the smell alone so burns your nostrils but you know what my mom used to make us uh jello shots like we're using in everclear my early 20s with she would use equal parts everclear and vodka oh. i had 13 of them one time oh no no tell me if i remember that nay night. nay <laughs> lord have mercy but yeah that was so. one of my birthday parties <laughs> what drinks did y'all drink in college let us know yeah what fucked you up that one good time to where you were laying on the bathroom floor and you needed to call a paramedic but you were too drunk to say anything yeah I didn't really have like legit college experiences. I feel like any college experience is legit college. Well, experience. yeah, like I was college age, but not in college. Sure. So I only went to Henderson for three semesters right out of high school, and then um, I just hung out and worked retail until I went to nursing school. Um, and by the time I even went to start get my prereqs, I'd slowed down quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> on my going out and drinking days because I was twenty six. And in a relationship. Uh, So it wasn't like specifically. Well, 
I take that back because I did have some friends at UCA and we would go and Ayo. play Archer or Danger Zone, mm-hmm. which uh, was a drinking game to the show Archer, which I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it is an adult cartoon about a spy agency. Main character's name is Archer. His name is said several times in that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just took a shot every time someone said Archer. Oh, my. And there was one episode in particular that we would watch all the time that was like 22 times, I oh, think geez. they said Archer, in like 26 minutes. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Malibu Run, baby. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> no. Mango. <laughs> there was this one time, me and my friend that I worked with, and so we worked at a local gym, and I hope nobody who brought their kid in there is listening to this but anyway and so me, her and I both worked in the little kids area and so taking care of our base kids while they worked out well we were hanging out at her apartment and we she made dinner and everything and I don't remember what we were taking shots of like it wasn't like intentional to get very drunk it was mm-hmm. just one of those things where we were waiting on her boyfriend to get there and um I wasn't planning on staying the night or anything I was just hanging out and so she's like well let's take a shot and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah okay cool well, I don't know. I don't remember what we were drinking, but at some point we were like, we can make it to 10. <laughs> and we're like, we're already six in. We feel fine. It's like one of those things where like you don't really feel anything at first. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it hits you like a fucking brick in the oh, face. Yeah. And oh, you're like, yeah. damn, I'm drunk. And oh, so that's yeah. what kind of happened. And so we made it to 10. I don't remember if we kept going or not, but I do remembering like being in her bathroom floor, puking in her toilet. She's puking in the trash can beside the bed. Yeah. And her boyfriend came home from work and he was just like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) And I was literally like laying there on her bathroom floor. And I just remember thinking, Dom, you need to call, you need to call the ambulance. Oh my god! Like, um, have alcohol poisoning and I'm going to die on your bathroom floor. But I couldn't say anything because I was so drunk. (laughs) Like literally I was like, I just remember thinking it, but I couldn't, so like I could not verbally speak oh no and that's how drunk I was and like I've never been that drunk in my life um and it was just it was a very horrible time and I had to be at work the next morning at my job where I worked you know watched everybody's kids you know we both had to be at work and I was like so she set my alarm on my phone and somehow I got up at like seven o'clock the next morning and went to go watch everybody's kids oh you could do that when you were like 21 to 24 because in the danger zone. I mean, I don't even know if I was 21 yet, but oh my God, it was awful. There was one specific, I think it might've been the first time we went and Mm -hmm. played danger zone. I drank half of a half gallon of Malibu rum, at least, if not a little bit You're making me nauseous just thinking about it. And slept for like an hour and a half, got up, drove back to Benton, worked (laughs) a nine to five every 21. Uh, took a nap when I got home, got up, ate a cheeseburger, got in my friend's car, headed right back to Conway, did the same damn oh my thing. God, no. Finished the, we finished the rest of the half gallon of mango, Malibu coconut rum, or Malibu rum. And, uh, that night I got four hours of sleep, I believe. Yeah. And I think I was off the next day, but. <laughs> and that's the thing is I really haven't been that drunk I don't know, since then. I was pretty drunk last weekend. More drunk than I've been in a long time. Yeah. And we went to see the Barbie movie. Yeah. And I don't remember much of it. I just remember thinking, wow, this is really underwhelming. Because I know it's not that I didn't like it. It's uh, not that I did. No, 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 no. 
It's not that I didn't like it. It was just maybe it was the fact that I was really drunk and, um, you know, and somehow managed to. So there's a Hummer in the movie <laughs> and me, my mom and my friend are sitting there. My mom's in between me and my friend. And apparently I leaned over across my mom and said, I lost my virginity in a Hummer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think you need to re. First of all, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I hate let's not let's not glaze over that because that I'm is just gonna bypass it. Wonderful. <laughs> Second of all, I, I think you need to revisit it sober. I know, I know, but I mean, for the part, I mean, so it was fine. It was a good movie. It was just one of those things where it was like so hyped up and everything. Of course, like we talk about books that are like really overhyped, and then we read it and we're just kind of like underwhelmed. Um. I feel like it was the same type of scenario where there wasn't like a really huge climax in the movie to where you're like on edge or anything like that or and so I mean it was a deep like it was a good movie it was just kind of like at the end I was just a little underwhelmed but again it could have just been you know I had a lot to drink it was a bad time <laughs> <laughs> that probably played a role I will say when I went to see it I didn't really have expectations except i figured that there was going to be some sort of like existential crisis kind of thing going sure. on to it yeah um so i won't go too into it because spoilers i don't want to spoil it for anyone sure. i've seen it three times now and i will also say i've never been a girly girl i had barbies as a kid mm -hmm. but i hardly ever played with them i played with bratz dolls um, now if they made a real life bratz movie i would be first in line i just wasn't a doll person like mm -hmm. i was not a doll kid yeah uh i read <laughs> so i wanted to see it because of all the people in it like sure. love margot robbie Same. love ryan gosling love simu liu love Issa Rae. like i was like i'm on board everyone's in this movie i'm ready to watch yeah, it yeah good casting so i was excited to see it for those kinds of reasons i didn't really know what to expect i just love it so much i don't know what it is about it <laughs> it's hilarious i love how campy it is at times mm -hmm. um and ryan gosling as ken is perfect is he you as ken's like foil but also ken is hilarious yeah and cracks me up I don't know. I just love I it a Michael whole Sarah lot. was funny. Oh my god, Michael Sarah was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I think we're all gonna be Barbie for Halloween. I uh, know that's exactly what I told Dan. Is I was like, "Oh, are we gonna be Barbie and Ken for Halloween?" And he's like, "No, because everybody's gonna be Barbie." That's and Ken. the point, though, because then it'll be like Barbie Land, and, and everybody can just exactly run around. Hi, Barbie! Arkansas Barbie Land. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I cannot stop listening to "I'm Just Ken." <laughs> And I will be buying in a sweatshirt. Good so idea. I'm very excited about it. I saw it for the third time today. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I guess I just need to re-see it sober and yeah. hopefully without my mom. Sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. I am literally mortified. And so, and so, and then we're leaving and my friends, my friends drunk as shit too. And then my mom's just chauffeuring us. Yeah. Um, Thanks, mom. And uh, so she sends me like 19 videos the next day, 18 of which are me quoting SNL skits. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mrs. Swan, Stewart, all the good ones. And Back when SNL was just funny. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, I did a cartwheel. And I, oh my I did the splits. 
and which is insane because in the video I just like do a perfect cartwheel into the splits like it's just my normal thing oh my god well used to do it years ago right yeah so and I texted my friend back and I'm like I'm honestly kind of concerned because (laughs) a couple weeks ago like I'll stretch and stuff after my workouts and like occasionally I'll attempt to do the splits again just because like on drill team like we had to do it all the time but just to see how far I could get and I couldn't I mean, I could get decently far, but not all the way to the ground. But in this video in my house, I cartwheel and go straight into the splits and go all the way down like it's just butter. Listen, that liquor be loosening you Look, And I wasn't <laughs> even sore the next day. I do have a really big bruise on my knee, but I'm assuming it's from because my concrete floors. But um, I think you might need to send me that video. We might need to put it on the pod Insta, at least in the story, so it disappears. Can we just screenshot that particular <laughs> yes, scene yes. and then put it in the stories? <laughs> because, geez Louise, oh, oh my God. That's I'm, amazing. When I tell you I'm mortified, I'm mortified. That's impressive. Um, yeah, Dan was out of town, and so luckily he didn't have to take care of me. And he watched all the videos, and he's like, yeah, I'm really glad I was not here I'm to take impressed. care of you. I'm impressed. Um, nope, I'm not impressed. <laughs> it was a bad time <laughs> and then my, the next day my friend that was uh with us she was out and about and she sent me a snapchat um in the parking lot of a hummer said thinking of you <laughs> and and then i just get mortified all over again um, hate my life well i've been trying to think about what kind of like a neon sign I want I want a neon sign for this wall and I may or may not do one that says welcome to my mojo dojo casa house (laughs) you should or get a door hanger and put it on your front door yes yeah that'd be be good okay (laughs) anyway but to the book the whole entire reason we did the college-based drinks is because Mm -hmm. our setting is a college I don't know if it says what state it's in though I don't know that it does either. I don't think so either. I think it's just taking place at a college. Yeah. But uh, it is Too Late by Colleen Hoover. Da, da, da. The new one that she's had forever, but apparently just now released or re-released or something like that. Yeah. She apparently started it in like maybe her Facebook group or something. And mm-hmm. she would just like upload chapters and keep adding to the story and things like that. Like it was like kind of a collaborative effort between like her fans and her. And then there was, like, a Kindle version, which I read last year. Mm-hmm. Um, just one day I was just looking on Kindle. I was like, oh, let's see. Colleen Hoover, I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I re- I bought the actual official published version that she just came out with. Yeah. And read that. And I don't think there were a huge amount of changes, honestly. It was a little bit more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I didn't read but- any of the any of the online or the Kindle or anything like that. I just pre-ordered this whenever I saw she was coming out with a new book. Um, Definitely a lot of like trigger warnings and stuff in there Mm -hmm. for like domestic violence, rape, drugs, abuse. Murder. Murder. Should we talk about murder all the time? (laughs) Yeah. That one's nothing new. Um, I'm like, murder. (laughs) Not trigger warning. Not a big deal. I think she she actually lists trigger warnings at the first of her book, which she actually normally doesn't do. I wrote them as language, sexual sexual assault, graphic sex, murder, and drug use. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, of course, um, I think I did this with, what's it called? It starts with us. It ends with us or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely, if uh, you or someone you know has been affected by domestic violence, um, there is a hotline that you can reach 24-7, mm-hmm. and the number is 800-799-7233. Or you can text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 88788. Very so, important. Very important. very important to share. But yeah, so what do you think? Or We'll start with the beginning. Yeah. So it starts out with Sloane, uh, main character, her point of view. It switches between Sloane, Asa, and Carter. Carter. Uh, but Sloane starts. Um, the first thing I wrote was, how long has he been having sex with her while she's asleep? Yeah, that was a little uncomfortable. Um, so Sloane and Asa are together. Yeah. Sloane's a struggling college student, and we quickly find out that she's very dependent on her drug dealer boyfriend, Asa. Yes. Financially, his car, his house, everything. Yes. She's had a rough upbringing, um, is responsible for her disabled brother. Mm-hmm. Um, had addict parents. Yeah. And all the things. abuse, you know, that whole thing. Um, her Main reason for staying with Asa is that he is paying for her brother's care. Yes. uh, Because his benefits ran out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she can't afford to pay for it for him to be in like a decent all care facility. And so Asa is paying for it. So she's going to stay as long as it takes for her to get through college, get on her feet and be able to pay for it herself. Yeah. Because she definitely can't afford no car, can't afford no house. Yeah. Um, and then she's working and doing work study or student working at the school? Yeah. In the library. I yeah. Think. Okay. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, all I can think is, you know, come on, Tina. You don't need no man. Yeah. Yeah. I like the name Sloan, too, because uh, I used to love Ferris Bueller's Day Off and his girlfriend's <laughs> name is Sloan. And I'm like, man, that's a cute name. I do and, like that name. Yeah. And then one of my friends actually named her baby Sloan. So. Nice. It's a good name. Yeah, it's a crazy revolving door party house. There's people always in dangerous situations. Everyone's on drugs. It's basically like a druggy frat house. Yeah, trap house. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, a trap house. (laughs) Uh, Okay, and then so we get introduced to Carter in Sloan's Spanish class. It tells us up front that he's an undercover cop. Yeah, we find out pretty quick. She Obviously, she doesn't know because that would defeat the purpose. Right. But he's an undercover cop that's sent to the college campus to, quote-unquote, infiltrate the dealer, find the supplier, 21 Jump Street style. Yeah, and uh, his partner is Dalton. Dalton mm-hmm. And he's like, go sit to next to a cutie in class. And so, of course, he ends up next to Sloan. And they have a little flirtation. She plays that little game where she just writes nonsense or oh, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And he plays that with her. And so, you know, they have a spark. There's yeah. a spark. They have a little meet cute in Spanish <laughs> class. And I feel like every, like, police officer, FBI, cliche, their name is Agent Carter. Yeah. <laughs> and then his... You yeah. leave Peggy Carter alone. <laughs> And that's all I was thinking. I was like, of course his name is Agent Carter. What else is it going to be? R.I.P. Peggy Carter. And then his, you know, his colleague or his partner, Dalton, is also part of the trap house mm-hmm. as a undercover. And all I'm really picturing is 
Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Yeah. The whole entire time. Like, obviously, Agent Carter's Channing Tatum. And then Dalton is Jonah Hill. And uh, so, that's... That, I couldn't get over it. That's all that's I really hilarious. pictured. Um, that's hilarious. But, yeah. Um, so, Sloan and Carter keep meeting in the Spanish class. But, also, he starts coming to the house. Yeah. As a new partner. Yeah. And because he's very good at Spanish. And that's why Asa wants to use him. Um, and Sloane's like, why are you in my Spanish class if you're already good at Spanish? Not adding up. But, but they don't really ever revisit that either. Um, Asa's a piece of shit. <laughs> he had... Um, but she also like loses all respect for him whenever she sees him come yeah. into the trap house. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, wait, this is this really nice hot guy in my Spanish class. Mm-hmm. And he seems so nice. And... Not like my loser boyfriend. And then he's in the trap house and she's like, you. Yeah, she's like, wow, great. Just You're just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhoda, of course, Asa is a cheater. He. <laughs> he, he is uh, something. Um, but apparently he's really attractive too. It makes him out to be like this attractive um campus drug dealer which i've never seen an attractive campus drug dealer but no, maybe y'all have like it's, it's like carter's like the tall maybe more clean cut you know channing tatum yeah and then ace is like a little shorter stockier like super dark features jim broed up uh but yeah jim bro yeah he's He's something. Uh, yeah. But then periodically throughout the book, you get like little glimpses because it is like all three different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of see like his mentality and his rationale behind some of his actions, which yeah. are very like immature, but also very emotionally stunted. Yes. Uh, and so you're getting some flashbacks from him into his childhood. Of course, the cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like like calls to like, which is how him and Sloane ended up together. Yeah. So you kind of have a little bit of empathy for him. A little bit, yeah. Because his mom, I think, was just like on pills. Yeah. And kind of always absent. And then his dad had schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, the which, mom was obviously, obviously abused, of course. Yeah. Um, by the dad. Yeah. Um, so just, and it, he filled, his dad filled his head with like women or whores. And if you find one that's not a whore, you stick to it. And, you know, he, he was never actually loved so that he craves love. Yeah. And because Sloan shows him that he is obsessive about it and doesn't want to let it go. Yeah. She's very much a nurturer for the addict as children of addicts tend to be. Right. Um, for some reason, it's almost like a, I don't know, like seeking to be somebody's savior. Yeah. She keeps the house clean. She does everything for him. She cooks for him. All yeah. That cleans stuff. up after the druggy friends and cooks his spaghetti. Yeah. Um, so at some point, Sloan and Carter go get pizza yeah. because she hasn't eaten in a while. And she's terrified that Ace is going to find out, um, which he, they end up, like, playing it off. Yeah, because they do find out that 
he does know because he was track he was tracking her phone mm-hmm. and so he's like why is she over here yeah. and i don't remember because carter got home before her yeah and he texted her to let her know yeah and so she was able to play it off that she just decided to go get some pizza for and them then she brought yeah. the rest yeah um she gets a <laughs> just more of asa being a piece of shit um and then john who is like Asa's right-hand man, but he thinks he's an idiot, which he kind of is. Mm. And he also likes to fuck his girlfriend, uh, it's Asa very, it's, it's John. A, it's a little like a, <laughs> I don't know. It's a little communal for me. Yeah. And, and, the, and the fact that the girlfriend just like going along with it. Yeah. She's fucking John. She's fucking Asa. And I'm just like, really? She's probably just high the whole time. I mean, I get I mean, she's probably on drugs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this like this little Eskimo brother thing is kind of weird to yeah, me. Yeah, it's but... very strange. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but no one ever wants to cross Asa because he's crazy. Because he's literally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and has made his, you know, his actions clear before that he's not scared to fuck somebody up. Right. Or beat the shit out of him or really kill him. Right. And John gets a little tired of it gets a little bold and tries to sexually assault sloan and carter catches him and punches the shit out of him as he deserved yeah um and you know carter to the rescue carter to the rescue (laughs) that's what he's there for i guess because ultimately he's Fighting this attraction to Sloan while also trying to keep the job first. Yeah, and he's a terrible undercover cop. Tr- true, the worst. He's really bad at And it. really just violating all, all of the undercover cop yeah. laws, I'm assuming. And um, again, 21 Jump Street style with Jonah Hill and yeah. what's her face? And I'm like, but that was high school. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is it just me or are they moving hella fast in these feelings? Yeah. A little bit. Um, but, and that's where, I don't know. It, again, like you start where you really see more of Asa and his mindset. And I don't know. You do see that he cares for Sloan because there was something about, and of course I forgot my notes, but luckily I have some phone notes. But there was something about how he was watching her sleep and he noticed that she sleeps on her back now, which his dad always says people on alert sleep on their back because mm-hmm. they're prepared for anything. Um, she where used she, to sleep on her, her side she, and her stomach. Yeah, she used to sleep on her stomach. And in his mind, again, like immaturity and just, I guess, lack of common sense. Um, and so he recognizes that she's sleeping on her back. And he's like, well, why is she sleeping on her back? Like, mm-hmm. what is she scared of? And he's like, well, maybe she just doesn't like this mattress. So I should probably buy her a new mattress. So that way she'll start sleeping on her stomach again. Yeah. And so it's like he does care about her in his own twisted, screwed up way. Yeah. But as much as he's capable, but he be as much as he's capable of for what he was given, yeah. Because obviously, you find out that he was not given, you know, an appropriate level of care or love as a child. So, and they're all pretty young too. They're like nineteen to. I mean, sure. Who does treat their partner well whenever you're eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old? Um, not to say you should abuse them no, or assault them, but <laughs> absolutely, you know, not. I'm just saying I probably wasn't the best girlfriend because I didn't, I mean, I just was probably selfish at that yeah, point. You don't really still know. am a little bit, but so the first kind of big thing that happens is, um, Sloan is sleeping and she mutters Carter's name in her sleep and Asa gets absolutely furious, starts choking her. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays it off and well, he, He's having sex with her while she's asleep again. Again. And so she says Carter's name in her sleep. 
and she says that she was telling him to go harder not carter yeah and so he apologizes freaks out and then proposes to her yeah and of course she's stunned and scared so she says yes yes for some reason but i mean again cycle of abuse and everything it's it's a lot of you know people could say like why don't they just leave or you know but it definitely runs deeper than that it's just that unfortunate reality where you know, especially being young, um, the cycle of abuse, unfamiliar with the resources that are available, right. low income, low education, financially and physically dependent on their abuser. Yep. Um, or some people have kids involved. So it's it's very a very unfortunate reality. Yeah. And, and I think that's really what this book, especially in Len, it ends with us. Um, I liked that she hit on these topics yeah. even though they're very uncomfortable because it's very much accurately I feel like depicted yes for sure um let's see Asa and Carter they have a lunch we get to find out Asa's philosophy on life and women <laughs> <laughs> which is but the, the sad thing I feel like there's so many guys there are that, that, that have this mentality like it's basically one step above incel behavior fuck honestly. the patriarchy yeah <laughs> see barbie <laughs> <laughs> um and then they have an engagement party mm-hmm. and asa has carter make a speech is this before or after the casino incident this is before okay this is before so it's all out of order so Another thing that I, like, kind of felt bad for Ace is, is he obviously doesn't actually have any, like, real friends or no. anyone he can rely on because Carter's been around for literally a couple of weeks at this point. Make and a he's speech like, at my yeah. engagement party. Yeah. Like, normally that's best man behavior, but he doesn't have a best man. No. Like, the quote-unquote best man he has is John, and mm-hmm. he's beat the shit out of him a couple of times while also fucking his girlfriend. So it's just like, mm. Yeah. So he has Carter make the speech, which obviously he makes this super like pointed speech to Sloan and all that. And then um, I forget what Ace is doing. Maybe he's outside with another girl or something dumb. And um, Carter goes upstairs to follow Sloan, who like cries after the speech or whatever. And they kiss for the first time. Yep. Which is so stupid. <laughs> he's really doing well at this undercover cop thing. <laughs> Literally right after that, I said, bruh, he sucks at being undercover. LOL. <laughs> he's definitely getting employee of the he's year. so bad. Or employee of the month. He's such a terrible cop. <laughs> and Dalton just keeps telling him, don't get involved, man. Don't get yeah. involved. And he's like, no, I got this. I and, got this. No, I got it. It's fine. I know. I, I can do both. And then at one point, Dalton's like, okay, maybe you Sloan. And he's like, I can't bring her into this. Carter, please. Carter. Carter. (laughs) His real name is actually Luke. Right. (laughs) I think (laughs) I frequently referred to him as Carter Luke in my notes. (laughs) Carter Luke. And I don't remember. Oh, Dalton's name is Ryan. Yes. Okay. I wrote that down up there. Um, So Sloan goes to visit her brothers on Sundays, every Sunday. And um, Dalton, a.k.a. Ryan, is like, hey, we're about to go to the casino on Sunday. You should go to visit Sloan's brother with her to, like, get some inside scoop. 
And Carter's like, what? No. I mean, I guess I could. I guess. Sure. Don't twist my arm. Yeah. (laughs) So um, they go visit her brother and we see like that's really where she gets the game from because that's her brother Steven's only way of communicating. Like he. He's very low functioning. Yeah. um, Autism. Yeah. Which is why he has to be in a a group facility. mm -hmm. And he will write things to her, but it's nonsensical. Sure. Uh, and so they spend a lot of their time writing back and forth. She brings some sodas, et cetera, et cetera. But Stephen shows that he likes Carter, mm-hmm. which was very sweet. And while she's there, as they're leaving, she tries to speak to the social worker about his care. Who, all, But the social worker is not in that day. And mm-hmm. so she's going to leave a message or something yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to inquire about his paperwork and getting him off of the, like, self-pay options that way ace is not started yeah and so that way ace is not um paying for his care yeah it's another step towards her independence yeah her independence her freedom from asa yeah um meanwhile at the casino asa sees his dad yeah um which he said was in jail for murdering his wife his mom yeah Mm -hmm. uh Got out on parole, I guess, and didn't even recognize Asa at first. That pissed him off further, and then he beats the shit out of him. Uh, not to death, we find out, but pretty damn close. Pretty close. And yeah. then on the way home, he does a bunch of heroin and is, like, crying and just, like, deep in his trauma and acting real weird and erratic. And This is why you go to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say if you don't go to therapy, you'll resort to heroin because I have not, but right. could be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> he like demands that Sloan cook some spaghetti. Cook the spaghetti. Yeah. The go to meal. Yeah. I'm like, just, and I thought, I'm like, you know, if I'm real upset, my go to ain't spaghetti, but yeah. you do you, bro. Yeah. Spaghetti and meatballs. And then I wrote that she slaps him, but like slaps Carter. And I think it's because, um, Asa says something about like him like canoodling with another girl. Mm. Um, oh, the other the, the female agent party. Yeah, yeah there was, was a female agent there named Tilly. Yeah, Tilly. Mm-hmm. and so Sloan gets all pissed off, and I'm like, "Girl, you in a whole ass relationship? You in a whole ass relationship? And and now you mad because yeah. he's canoodling with yeah. another female? Anyways, and then so she goes and pouts in the pool in her underwear." Ace is passed out upstairs in a heroin-fueled nap. Was it the day – oh, so after they came back from the uh, facility, though, to see her brother, was, wasn't was that the day that she didn't have her ring on? And Yeah. Okay, so he – He like, gets mad about that, He too. gets mad. He super glues it to her finger. Super glues her ring to her finger, which they never revisit again, and so I was kind of confused about that, but yeah. super glues her ring to her finger because she was not wearing it, yeah. and I'm like – Damn, Dan just sent me a picture of mine whenever I forgot to wear it one time and said yeah. that he was going to take it back Yeah, <laughs> to, like, the, to the jeweler. And I'm like, no, you ain't. Ridiculous. But, just yeah. unhinged. <laughs> very, like, very psychotic behavior. And so, and then some of the things he does and says or something like that, you're really getting this, you know, um, idea that he's probably, you know, schizophrenic as well or developing mm-hmm. it since his dad was too. Yeah. Um, very unhinged. Very erratic behavior. So after she 
is pouting in the pool. Cardi goes outside. They have an argument. He is that when he tells her? No, she had figured agent? it out. Oh, she calls right. him. Luke. Yeah, she calls him Luke. And he's like, "How did you figure it out?" How he you slipped know? up and said his name. He said he, he slipped up and said his name, Luke. But dumb, dumb. I, I didn't remember what her like logic was. But basically, she put a bunch of things together. Yeah, and you know, um, figured out that he was under cover. Yeah. And then they have an argument, and then they go fucking his car. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's. With a house full of people. I wonder if it was a Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed it was a Charger, because that's what a lot of cops drive. Oh, but... you're right. It's probably a white one, too. Mm-hmm. My friend used to have a white Charger, and I'm like, girl, I hate people like you. Who <laughs> white Chargers. I know, right? They were not the cops, and then you get behind me. And well, now it's like the black ones, make me too. Sort of, yeah, and the, SUV. and the red ones. Yeah, the red ones, the Tahoes, mm-hmm. the Trailblazers, or not Trailblazers, the um, There's even freaking pickup trucks now. I've seen a couple oh, yeah, like pickup too. trucks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, could y'all stop changing your vehicles, please? Yeah, this is too much to keep up with. Yeah, this these are too many, you know, too many vehicles to keep tabs on. Yeah, or the unmarked ones that pisses me off oh a lot. Oh my god, makes me. And so the only angry. reason you know it's a cop is because it has this one little light mm-hmm. on the top of the car or mm-hmm. on the near the mirror, and I'm like, bitches. Mm-hmm. Like there are murderers and rapists and everything else out there, and you're worried about me going 11 miles over the speed limit? I know. No, find I something know. else to do. Rude. Anywho, <laughs> um, I did put LOL at Asa's Pinterest account. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> the fact like, that he set up a Pinterest account. I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't remember what it was for. I don't either, but. But I do. Was rem- it for like wedding stuff or something? I don't remember. No, I think it was later on. It's later on. Oh, I remember it's now. It's later on. Okay, never mind. We'll come back to that. Okay, um, just kidding. So Sloan finds out that Asa faked the discontinuing of Stephen's benefits. Yes. He, like, paid some guy a lot of money to send a formal letter mm-hmm. to Sloan and make it look real because he knew that Sloan would come. Because she had already broken up with him yep. at that point, And she came crawling back to him because of that letter. And so he knew that she would come crawling back if he did. So paid, yep. a, paid a guy a lot of money to make it look really formal and sophisticated. And told her that she could only go visit on Sunday so she would never have an opportunity to talk Speak to, to anyone to social about worker it. because they're not there on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so she gets super pissed, says she's going to leave him, and he flips shit and um, I think assaults her. Yeah. Um, and she backtracks, and then he freaks out. And he just goes into, like, this weird catatonic state for a minute. Is like, sitting in the shower with clothes on, just sitting there for, like, 30 minutes. And you're like, okay, he's really losing his shit now. <laughs> This is a psychotic break. Yeah. Um, and now we'll take you to the bridgeway. Yeah. And now he's like, okay, let's have a dinner party. A celebration, if you will. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay. And he's like, can you make coconut cake? I really love coconut cake. Yeah. Which is tied to his traumatic past, too. Yeah. And all of this while being very strange and paranoid and yeah, um, odd, just his odd behavior. Yeah. So they're sitting at this dinner party. He's being real fucking weird. Everyone's on edge because of how weird he's being. And then there's a knock at the door. Dun, dun, dun. It's the FBI. It's the FBI. They're here to raid. Except, just kidding, it's not actually the FBI. Yeah, except, <laughs> surprise, motherfuckers. 
and oh because carter is still so very bad at his job he like immediately immediately him gives himself he up is a fucking undercover cop yeah because they separate them all in different rooms yeah. and you know we're the fbi blah 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 we're here and immediately carter blows his cover yeah rather than asking for their identification yeah he gives up his own he's I'm like, like do he's, you not know actual fucking protocol have you never been a cop before in your life because you and i have never been cops but we know what to do right exactly i'm not giving myself up deny until you die exactly mm-hmm. and at the very least until backup or something gets there or they actually arrest you keep yeah. that shit close to your vest and stay in your fucking lane mm-hmm. now he's like nope my id and everything are in my car taped underneath the seat go look yeah and, and so sure enough asa goes to look because he had organized all this shit yes asa hired some more fucking goons some to come actors. in and pretend mm-hmm. to be the fbi so he could see who was actually loyal to him yeah so he can determine who was excess yes Meanwhile, one of the guys upstairs is like about to try and sexually assault Sloan. Poor girl. Asa walks in, freaks the fuck out, shoots the guy in the One face. of the actors, yeah. So now Asa's just murdered someone in front of Sloan mm-hmm. in cold blood. Um, and then he drags her downstairs so that he can confront Luke. Yeah, and Luke slash Carter is now, like, tied to a chair. Yeah. And, and so, so there's a whole entire standoff going on. Yeah, he's like... Oh, because Luke gets out of the ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's telling um, Luke all about the first time him and Sloane got together, which he views it as way more romantic as it actually is. He basically very, pressured her in having yeah, sex with very, him. Yeah, very much romanticized it and pressured her to have sex with him. And he's part of that crew of guys who think that, like, just because you were someone's first they- or have been with someone that they belong to you and if they were ever with anyone else it would sully it and ruin it and i just incel behavior one thousand percent incel narcissistic one thousand percent fuck the patriarchy yeah your vagina belongs only to you yeah Anywho. But th- that's for our other podcast called Your Vagina Belongs Only to You. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a listen. <laughs> so, uh, so, schizophrenic or not? <laughs> Literally. Uh, but yeah, to, to, to really just get to the, you know, the point blow of the situation is Carter gets out mm-hmm. of the, you know, of the uh, ropes and they're, out. they're in a standoff like a wild, wild west. And Asa shoots Carter in like the arm. Yeah. The shoulder or something but he also sh- but he also shoots asa yeah and they both get shot yeah and so the real police arrive and um carter goes to the hospital mm-hmm. fighting for his life and then oh it's in the chest because Ooh. sloan tells the whole story about um steven's twin brother that hit his head because he had seizures oh yeah and if it had been like six centimeters to a different direction, he wouldn't have he died. He wouldn't have died. And, but then, then the doctor says if it had been six centimeters this way, he would have died. Yeah. And then so same with Luke. Like same if he had shot, mm-hmm. gotten shot six centimeters to the other side, he would have died. Yeah. Um, but he didn't. But he did not. And he recovers and aces on like house arrest or something. Yeah. But, and that just sh- really kind of shows the cracks or the discrepancies in the criminal justice system of America because this is so totally fucking accurate. Yeah. Attempted murder and you're on house arrest. Exactly. For some reason. And 
Dalton Ryan, <laughs> Dalton Ryan, uh, comes and tells Ace or not Asa, uh, Sloan and Carter Luke about how <laughs> because of a bunch of technicalities, basically, like Asa might not actually go to jail for what because he he's did. claiming self defense. Yeah, from Carter, or whatever. Yeah, from Carter and from the um the, the other guy, the that other guy the that he killed in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's saying that he was just defending Sloan. Yeah, and you know, and she basically has to like fess up and say like, yeah, this guy was trying to sexually assault me. Right. Carter came in there and got mad or, you know, and killed him so that way to get him off of me. Right. And because Carter was an undercover or cop Asa that was also yeah. having an affair with it makes it look Asa's very girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it look very them against him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so if Carter hadn't been so bad at his goddamn job, Asa <laughs> would have gone to jail. <laughs> You're the worst um, FBI agent ever. <laughs> yeah. And then so Asa's like basically explaining that he was just pretending to be schizophrenic this whole time yes he said he like googled some symptoms yeah and how easy it was to basically make it because he knew like if anything went down that he could plead insanity yep yep and yep. again you know people are smarter than you give him credit for mm-hmm. i mean well, he do- certainly was in some aspects yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah very dumb but very smart i mean people do that shit all the time i feel like it, yeah you know how to use the insanity defense but whatever so here's one thing where i was kind of like because while he's on house arrest that's where he gets the (laughs) the fucking pinterest account oh yeah because he knows that they're watching like what he's looking up and stuff like that he's watching everything or yeah so his every move he says he's taking some like heart medication to give him edema so that way, oh yeah, because he whenever they put the ankle bla- ankle bracelet on, he wants it to be bigger than actually needs to be. Yeah. So that way he can stop taking the medication and get all the fluid off and slip it off. I don't know any heart medication that does that. Now, ACE inhibitors can cause edema, but it's <laughs> angioedema. It's in your face, babes. It's not in your ankles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that took me like completely out of the story for a second. Yeah. Um. Could be but again, wrong. But again, it's, it's a book, whatever. You know, I'm going to suspend disbelief there. Yeah. Um, and then he downed a whole bunch of diuretics, which I'm like, but you're going to end up in the hospital from dehydration. Probably. Because you're going to kill your fucking potassium <laughs> levels. Potassium levels, non-existent. You and know? then you're probably going to have a heart arrhythmia and die. Maybe, so Maybe he had a potassium pill there. A him. little far-fetched. Um. I would definitely suggest not doing any of this. Yeah, definitely a zero out of ten recommend. Um, um, you might, you know, go into a um, heart attack. Or something. Yes, exactly. But, um, but anyway, he gets so, the ankle off. He the guy that brought doing, him the he's computer. He's doing a Pinterest board because yeah. you know he's having to come to Jesus' life. Style. Yeah. Oh yeah, he gets like all the crucifixes. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't he call it like his Jesus stick or something? Yes. Jesus on a stick. <laughs> Jesus That's on a stick. Jesus yeah, I forgot about stick. that. He's very fond of his Jesus on a stick. He's got his Jesus on a stick. He's good to uh, get the Pinterest board. He's good to go. Yeah. And then he's like monitoring the security. Uh, uh, at the. Like, yeah, he's got surveillance going on because, on them. Because Sloan and Carter Luke are put into. Um, a safe house. Yeah, a safe house situation. They go into hiding. But. Somehow he finds out because he's got a guy who knows a guy on the inside. Yeah. And so it basically gives up their location. So now he's got surveillance. And one of his friends 
brings in a you know coconut cake mm-hmm. in quotations but, and it's actually a computer mm-hmm. and everything that's you know showing him video footage and that's where he discovers that somehow he sees Sloan has like a little pooch or something like that yeah because so yeah yeah is it car- <laughs> so LOL, is it of course she's fucking pregnant yeah is it Carter Luke's or is it aces more than likely it's aces of course but could be Carter Luke's question mark i also said no tea no shade <laughs> but like one minute i'll get an abortion but then as soon as luke says he doesn't care if it's aces you'll keep it hello yeah. i i didn't like that. well and the fact that she was basing the decision off of luke slash carter's opinion yeah and so we're again I don't know. It seems like a really similar situation to Asa where, oh, you're going to take care of me, yeah. like blah, blah, blah. Um, and so not that there's any shame in that necessarily, but it just, you know, goes to show like how the cycle usually sometimes continues. Yeah. Not to say that Carter Luke was a bad person, no. but he could have been. Well, and your body, your choice too, but I'm like, that's not a decision to make lightly no matter how True. you yeah. feel about it. Um, I am obviously pro it for of, it, but yeah, it's not going to be just because Carter says, oh yeah, well, no, we can raise it together. Yeah, like I don't care if I it's aces. Okay, okay cool. I'm going to keep the baby. No, you make that decision for yeah. yourself mm-hmm. for the most part. You know what I mean? Um, but anywho. <laughs> It's about see our uh, women's rights podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did we call it a second ago? <laughs> it's your oh my, yeah, my, it's my vagina. My vagina belongs to me. Podcast. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay. And then, oh yeah, this is what I said. Asa fucking disgusts me, and also pretty sure edema doesn't just happen like that. <laughs> I was very upset about the edema. Very you upset guys. about the edema. <laughs> Um, and then, what stage edema like stage three stage four right like is it plus four pitting or is not is it pitting or not <laughs> um, and then why is anyone shocked he fucked with their birth control baby girl there was also a moment where I just remembered where she was like I'm not sure if Ace has ever cheated on me or not you is dumb Sloan girl Sloan we've given you a lot of credit here but you was dumb. Please. If you think for one minute that this man would not cheat on you, but will put his hands around your neck. Literally. Literally. As soon as she found out about the whole brother situation, I would have just gone and taken like three plan Bs. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> because if he's going to do or that. Or I would have had like a more effective form of birth control yeah for real that can't be fucked with like the bar in the arm yeah. the iud yeah you know, the shot you know there's definitely some options uh yeah um, that just but again she's but again, like 19 so. yeah she's 19 20 however old she is you know your, your decision making <laughs> skills ain't great this is why this is why i think i was unhinged towards the end of reading this and taking notes because i said <laughs> <laughs> not luke getting hit by an 18 wheeler lol <laughs> no because he's like because he they have like codes they have nine um they have like nine communication codes like every day at noon she takes out the trash yes is what it was without fail without fail to let him know to let the you know basically video surveillance yeah. the actual security guy know 
that she is okay. Yes. And so she does not take out the trash. And she's real excited that she forgot to take out the trash because Asa had snuck in through the window, paid mm-hmm. the maintenance guy to make sure you leave the window unlocked. With his Jesus on a stick. With his Jesus on a stick. So the maintenance, so the maintenance <laughs> guy, you know, uh, leaves the window unlocked. Uh, Luke leaves for the day. Yeah. And Sloane is at the house by herself or at the apartment. Yeah. And Asa comes in through the window. So that way the surveillance guy does not see him. Yeah. But and when Luke calls to check, um, she doesn't answer the phone. And then he calls the surveillance guy, the actual surveillance guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, she hasn't put the trash out. He's freaking out. He's like racing home, not paying attention. And then his car gets hit by a fucking 18 wheeler. Yeah. And then he drags himself out of the car and runs the rest of the way. Real like, rainbow like, style. Sloan is really bad for his health. Yeah. <laughs> like, this dude has been shot in and the she's chest. She's constantly getting him fucked up. <laughs> he's hit by a fucking 18 wheeler. <laughs> And, it's like, and this is the only part of the book where I was like, okay, can this end already? Like, yeah. it's one thing after another. Yeah. Because there was another instance yeah, before we that we forgot about that. Yeah. At he, the- he got, he had Ryan, like, at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And he had told Ryan, Asa had told Ryan that he had Tilly and Ryan's sister, mm-hmm. like, hidden away somewhere yeah that his guys had picked them up yeah and, and rather um, than calling his sister he just believes them yeah that's literally what i said <laughs> i said okay but ryan couldn't have called dilly and his sis first like yeah. he just goes straight to sloan and carter luke yeah okay. and is like i'm sorry man he has some hostage i think that's when asa gets shot like three times yeah. Well, and so there was like the non-verbal cue because yeah. every time ryan or dalton comes to the door he like Scratches his nose or does something, and that's how he yeah. knew that it was a bad, like something bad was happening. Yeah, I said torture Asa with their love because then she's just talking about how much she loves him, and they're like making out in front of him or something a little bit. I don't I, know. It's really I, weird. I don't know. And then I said also he shot they had, thrice. They had him like handcuffed to like the fireplace or something like that. I don't know. And he shot thrice. thrice. That's literally how I read. I asked you thrice already. I'm pretty sure I was unhinged by the end of this book. I was just like. Like, oh my god, come on. But then he he <laughs> survives and gets out of the hospital and they like what let him go back home again or something? Yeah, that's when he goes on the house arrest. I'm, and... I'm like, this shit again, this is so American justice system. Right, yeah, because the uh the first time he obviously had gone, we're getting this out of order. Yeah, he'd gone to jail or whatever, and then um he ended up getting off on some of the charges. Yeah. And then after this time is when he got put on the house arrest or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then did the edema, all that bullshit. I'm like, again, here he is again. Yeah. Breaking into a safe house. Yeah. And, but, you know, whatever. So Carter Luke gets there all banged up, but um, gets the drop on him. And I said, oop, Asa dead, LOL. Finally dead <laughs> because he comes in through the window as Asa did. And, yes. you know, shoots him. So this was after Asa had you know, found out about the baby and everything. Mm-hmm. And he he got in there, was talking to Sloane about the baby. Mm-hmm. And she's, of course, um, complying with his demands. Mm-hmm. And he rapes her. And mm-hmm. um, and then she's you know making his dinner. She's making him dinner. Yeah, like she's that. making lasagna for her cookbook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she oh, was making. she's going to do a cookbook. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's going to do a cookbook uh, based on all the recipes that she learned how to do 
um, by cooking for Asa Mm -hmm. in her domestic violence situation. She wanted to donate some of the proceeds Proceeds. to, like, domestic violence Mm -hmm. things, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, there's an epilogue. There's the baby. We never find out whose baby it is Mm -hmm. because Carter Luke is like, throw that paternity test away. I don't need to know. And then I go, oh, now she goes to therapy because he had suggested it, like, earlier. And she's like, no, I can't. And I'm like, bitch, why? For why? You've literally been through so many trauma. So many trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Please go to therapy. Please. But she eventually does. And, you know, happily ever after or whatever. Yep. And that's it. We love a happy ending. Yeah. So, would you rate the book? 6.9 out of 10. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I gave it a higher. I think I gave it like a 9 out of 10. I think maybe I would have liked it if I only read it once. Yeah. Because the first time I feel like there was a lot of like extraneous stuff and I don't know. I just felt like the whole time I was like, everyone is so stupid. Because they're in college. <laughs> we, okay. It's one. So this is the type of behavior going back to things we never got over. Yes. This is the type of behavior that 19, 20, 20 year, 21 That's year olds true. exhibit. That's true. Things we also, never got over. They are 40 and they're acting this way. I also think i got a little bit biased too because again i read it a year ago Mm -hmm. i did remember it like as i was reading it and i do feel like it was written a lot better a lot more tailored a lot more like streamlined um but when they were (laughs) advertising this they were like this is the most intense thing since verity and blah 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 blah. They, they really hyped it up i did not I was like, so that's what made me think that it was going to be a lot different from what I had read. I was expecting something more psychological thriller like Verity. So I was kind of disappointed at first whenever I started reading it and saw that it was not that. And so rereading it, I was expecting it to be different in that aspect. And I was excited to see how she changed it. And the story itself ends up exactly the same. She just took out a lot of extra shit. Sure. So that made me be like, okay. Because when I read it the first time, I was like, okay, meh, whatever. Not mad that I read it, but probably wouldn't read it again. Right. So I just, (laughs) yes. But I expected a lot more. Yeah. And so I was very much like, uh. I also think that, like, when it comes to intense um, subject matter, I am forever ruined by Pretty Girls. Because it is one of my favorite books, period. But it is also one of the most brutal books I've ever read. Some One of my clients was telling me the other day. I can't. And she was like, I, I just read a book and it was so intense. And she's like, I don't know if you've read it, but it's called Pretty Girls. I'm like, oh, girl, we did a whole entire <laughs> podcast episode over it. Everything else is so, it was like, tame compared to it. And yeah. none of the stuff in this book is light at all. I'm not no, saying well, that 1,000%. And that's where I think her, all of her, like, normally a coho book, I don't normally give a super high rating because, I mean, it's all very, yeah. you know, um, romance related, of course, which is fine. But, you know, not my cup of tea. Um, and so the only books I feel like I've honestly rated higher are the ones that are like legit subject matter that are shedding light on a difficult situation. Yeah. Um, or spreading awareness. And so that's where I think I rated it higher just because like this, and I think it ends with us and Mm -hmm. I don't remember if there was any more that I gave higher ratings solely because of, um, the, you know, the difficult subject matter. Yes. And so it's one thing whenever it's like horror psychological yes. thriller related like pretty girls versus oh, yeah. like more factual a little bit more grounded in yeah reality. Mm-hmm. i do appreciate it for that yeah like so I I said, I i'm not I mad that. that i read it 
by far and large not one of the worst books I've ever read sure. or anything like that. I just it's a lot of my rating goes into like rereadability too because I'm a chronic rereader. I'm not really a rereader. I don't, I don't, I'm also I'm, not like a rewatcher. Like whenever it comes oh, to movies. Oh, I re re rewatch all the time. Unless it's like, I mean, I'll rewatch like Shit's Creek um, for you know sound or whatever, like noise or and, and because I do like it. But um, I mean, like I was telling somebody the other day, like at the movies, I want like. I literally said, my friend has already seen the Barbie movie twice. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's not one of those movies that I think I would just go like rewatch, but obviously I need to because I was really doing it. Well, and I also consume a lot of media very quickly. Like I'm a binger. I read the shit out of books. Although I did, whenever Twilight came out, I did go see that like four times. I forget a lot of details. Sure. And then so if I like something, I'm like, oh, let's revisit that again because I've forgotten so much. (laughs) Barbie, it's just like me and my two friends, Holly and Reagan, went and saw it Sunday. And then we were like, couldn't stop thinking about it. And then we were like, do you guys want to go see it again? So we went and saw it the day before I left for Boston. And then my friend Alyssa was like, hey, I'm going to take Stella. Do you want to come? I'm like, absolutely. I will rewatch it again. So, you know. I love an excuse for some movie theater popcorn. 1,000%. but we, yeah, we forgot to rate our drink. But we, we did. Um, I'm gonna say five out of ten. Girl, I'm not. I don't even think I'm gonna give it a five because I just cannot handle. It's better than the Gimlet. You're right. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. But I'm gonna give it like a. I'm gonna give it like a three, three and a half. <laughs> the fact that I could only take a couple sips. I ate one of the gummies and it was nice. Yeah. But it, honestly, if it, if this were college and I was 18, 19, 20 years old, I would have probably already had a few of these. Yeah. I could have filled up my half gallon tumbler that I used at the beach with um the you know special drink I could have filled it up and sipped on this it's a 10 out of 10 college drink yeah if I was in college but. it's a 5 out of 10 adult uh, drink, adult drink. <laughs> unless no, you just have a bad taste yeah sorry I mean some people do sorry to those out there again that drink Smirnoff and Jose Cuervo I'm not probably drink a Max Hard Lemonade I remember my mom like would sometimes drink those whenever I was a kid, and I just used to think that those were the epitome of adulthood. Oh my gosh! And that's what I stop it right now. Smirnoff Ice or Mike's Hard Lemonade, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can't wait to drink those whenever I get Mm -hmm. older. And then I get older, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? My very first legal alcoholic drink was a peach Bellini at Macaroni Grill. And I then been doing macaroni grill in a long time. We don't have one anymore. No, we don't. But they were pretty good. They were. And then um, I went and bought. I don't think it was a hard lemonade, but I think it was a Mike's. Like it was some kind of wine cooler. I wish I could remember exactly which one. <laughs> but I went and bought that because at the time I was like my only friend that was twenty one. Yeah. All my other friends were like twenty. So I had to just party by myself. <laughs> but I was like, I can buy this. Alcohol. I was the opposite, whereas like all my friends were older than me and I was the youngest. Yeah. But I would still go to old Chicago and drink with them and they never ID'd me because they assumed that I was older with these people who were like 10 years older than me that I worked with. I, and so then on my 21st birthday, whenever we went there and at midnight, everybody bought me drinks and shots and the bartender, Benny, <laughs> brought over my shot and my drink and he said, you're just now turning 21? And I'm like, what? And he's like, because you've been drinking here for a long time. And I'm like, oh, I think you've got me confused with someone else. And he's like, I know your name. And I'm like, mm, I, don't, I don't think so. Oh, I'm, I'm Mrs. Iglesias. 
That's what I should have done. Oh, you should have. You should have. That's hilarious. No, I when I was twenty two is really when it took off. Twenty two to twenty five were my those are my times. See, drinking just wasn't as fun whenever I wasn't under risk of getting taken to jail anymore. Oh no, I had a ball. Or maybe I had just drank so much before being twenty one that after twenty one it just I dabbled. Lost its luster. I dabbled and then I hit it hard from twenty two to twenty five. I was at Ernie Biggs all the time. (laughs) I actually ran into uh, one of the bartenders that used to be there all the time. Mm-hmm. I had a big crush on him too. Um, but he was actually, uh, he remembered me and I didn't think that he would, but yeah. I obviously looked the same. And he was like, I remember you too. And I was like, what up? Hey. <laughs> he was like, dude, you used to be at Bigs all the time. I'm like, yeah, I know. Those days are over. Back in the day. I am too old for that. And now one. we're, you know, you drink from home. Yeah, like Ernie Biggs doesn't even exist anymore. You're right. And pretty much the only bars like I go level, to are... R.I.P. Oh, I know. Level was actually pretty fun. It was. It's a good time. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Um, did you picture anybody for the characters? No, not really. Yeah, like I said, I just did uh, Channing Tatum and Joan <laughs> That's all I could really... Literally, and you know how you like picture these characters in your head? Yeah. Or, you know, and that's all I could picture was... Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, 21 and 22 Jump Street style. That's hilarious. Um, and then, you know, if they had a boss, it was going to be Ice Cube. Yeah. So I didn't really picture anybody for Sloan. Me either. But, yeah. Ow. Poked myself in the eye. <laughs> She's very talented. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you've got our booze review and our book review. Oh, yeah. Uh, let us know what you want us to do next. And... Well, we know what we're going to do next, but yeah. let us know what you want us to do at some point. Yeah. Um, you guys should be excited for this because I feel like uh, everyone and their mom has read it, but we're doing A Court of Thorns and Roses. Woo-hoo! Akatar, baby. Um, we have to figure out how we're going to split it because yeah. we're not doing five uh, Yeah. <laughs> so it might take you a while to start to, to get through those. Um, yeah. But go ahead and just start with the first one. Yes. And we'll make our way through it. I don't think we're, yeah, I don't know. Maybe do, do you think it would be better to, like, do first three and then last two? Since the last two were kind of almost different than the first three. I kind of feel like we should do one and two, three and four, and then do five by itself. Five on its own. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. So, we're going to be doing a three-part series, yeah. it sounds like. On Akatar. On Akatar. Um, get excited. Get nerdy. Uh, I'm excited. I'll tell you later. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> we're not going to discuss it right now. But whatever. Um, be sure and follow us on Instagram at... Books Banter Podcast. And like us on Facebook. Books, Booze, and Banter. And send us an email. Books Banter Podcast at gmail.com. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.